Blog Talk Radio. I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Oh, yes. Are you living awake? You're in the right place to understand what living awake is. It's not perfection. It's embracing all of you. That's part of the enlightenment, right? Recognizing your light. Hello, and I recognize your light. Uh, Welcome, world traveler Tammy in the chat. Welcome all else in the chat. Welcome all of you listening via phone and later on in the archives. It's always wonderful to connect with all of you. Um, Really, it is. I really mean it's in the intro, and I say it, and I mean it. So happy Wednesday, everyone. Wonderful Wisdom Wednesday. I've got a great program for you today. You want to stick around for all of it. Uh, Of course, the first half of the program, uh, we do call-in questions, email questions, um, topic suggestions that people have written in, as well as questions. And, of course, the phone lines will be open to chat, to share your insights, your experience in awakening and living more spiritually connected, soul aligned, heart attuned, and just living more consciously awake, aware. And uh, we've got a wealth of information uh, here on the program, whether it's spirituality, spiritualism, meditation, metaphysics, uh, dream therapy, we cover it all. Basically about how to live more fulfilled by being more soul expressed living, right? Living more soul expressed. Okay. So we have at the second half of the program, Randy Turan. She's going to be coming on talking about her recent book, Emotional Advantage, Embracing All Your Feelings to Create a Life You Love. Right up our alley, right, listeners? So if you did have a question or a comment and you're in the chat, that's great. Um, It's good to type in caps so I can see it. We've got a little bit of a different chat set up. If you'd like to call in, that number is 347 Five three nine five one two two. That's three four seven five three nine five one two two. Please press one on your keypad. Um, we've changed the switchboard a little bit. It's I don't have to announce the numbers unless I don't hear. You know, let's. Sometimes people are listening and then they walk away. Um, but again, if you want to call in three four seven five three nine five one two two, we'll be getting to the guests. Press 1 on your keypad if you want to get on air, okay? That alerts on the switchboard that you have a question or a comment or a reading, if you want a reading. First off, I really want to tell everyone, please connect with me, um, Instagram and Facebook. I've been posting quite a bit of stuff and some great interaction in our Awakenings group page community page. Gosh, I'm sometimes just so astounded how so much wisdom and insight 
Uh, we've got some lovely people, and I just love seeing other people answer, you know, other people's questions and sharing their own insights. And, of course, many of you, uh, maybe I'll post it. I did not post it in the Awakenings group, but I posted on my profile page and the Awakenings with Michelle Mache page my crying post because I'm so big on keeping it real and um, authentic as much as possible. That doesn't mean you have to say everything you're going through, bad, negative, whatever, trauma. It's just being real. Even even being real, hey, Angie in the chat, even being real, um, you know, at the, at the market, you know, just not having that pat answer, I'm fine. You know, fine, fine. I ask, you know, if I'm not fine, I say that, you know, or things have been better or things are really great or things are on an upswing or last week wasn't so good but this week's better or yesterday. Whatever it is, in your own comfort zone to keep it real and honoring where you're at and what you're about. So love to have your feedback. Um, If you are on Instagram, take a peek at my page and Facebook at Michelle Mache, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-M-E-I-C-H-E. And maybe I'll even post it on my blog. I just think it's a really important post. And I actually had been wanting to post this for a couple of years. <laughs> I, I Throwback Thursday, you know, I, I kept wanting the right time, and I had some things that I wanted to share more before I posted it. Um, and what really prompted me to snap a picture one time when I was crying, and I mean the ugly cry. Oh, it was a major loss, just a, such a dis- disappointment, and so many things were just seemingly, were well, were blocked, going wrong, quote-unquote, in my life kind of thing. And what prompted it was somebody, I had posted something, and someone had responded. Obviously, Michelle's never gone through anything traumatic or, um, you know, she doesn't really you know, some people are lucky. She's very lucky in life. She's never had any pain. And a, a wonderful friend of mine, Carrie Turvo, who's a psychotherapist, put, and she was so, a lot of, sometimes people that have been through so much trauma and so much pain have a different way of seeing the world, which is true. You see, it's, you can go two ways. And, and you know, we, we have a, that's a whole other discussion why one person picks one way. Some people said, oh, it's because you're an old soul, you're psychic, you're channel, you're spiritually connected. No, I don't know what it is. Okay. But I don't wear it. It doesn't define me. And I see the blessings. I see the blessings in the small things. And that gives me such joy, you know, connecting with all of you. You know, it's just pull, because I always know there's somebody better off and there's somebody worse off. That's how life is. But I do believe you have to get in your pity pot. You have to roll around in it a little bit. You have to get a little victim-y. I don't mind doing that. In fact, some of my friends, one of my friends, I was hiking, and I was talking about something, and she looked, and she goes, oh, yeah, this is, I said, oh, yeah, this is my little victim-y side I'm in right now. And she goes, oh, I didn't know you had, oh, I said, oh, yes, I just embrace it. I'm going to be like this for, you know, just a few minutes or a half hour. Um and mind you, I don't want to minimize because depending on the loss you're going through or the tragedy or the trauma or the abuse or just feeling like you are just keep having to push a boulder up a hill, everybody handles it differently. Everyone has their own individual way of processing. And everyone has their own level of kind of bounce back 
You know, it's like those, what is it, plastic or rubbery toys you hit, and boom, they bounce back. You know, the clown, boom, here we come back. Resilience, right? Um, But it does open a whole area of healing, inner knowing, connecting, reaching out with others, just to be real, whatever that, however that means to you. And and part of the awakening process, you know, we had uh, Lama Pima, uh, Lama, I was going to say Pima Chodron because she reminded me of her a little bit, right? Those of you who were here for the program. Uh, Paladin, um, as well as a couple other guests, the, the theme around the self-compassion, not just self-love, but self-compassion. That is this part of the awakening that we're at. It is, you know, it, this is a big part of the awakening process. It's turned on us, you know, and it, for so long it was about the other, being in service of to the other, holding the space for the other, being there for the other. And that's very Piscean if we're going to look at it astrologically. Aquarius says, what about me? You know, um, because we can't get to that next level of deep intimacy um, without seeing this and admitting this, you know, without letting the social mask, and I don't mean it's a mask put on purpose, but just to get through the day, right? So anyway, join me, join me in this further connecting if you'd like to, or you can also connect at soulplayground.life. If you want to connect further, do have a couple questions I want to get to that I am getting to callers. And again, that number, 347-539-5122. I had a question about twin souls, and also I've had a few questions on soulmates. And then I had a listener question come in from uh, Crystal, who started listening to the podcast a few months ago, which better really with this question. I'm not going to go deep into the question, but I'm going to pull some gems from it. Crystal, if you're listening, better for you to call in or do a private session with me. Um, and you, anybody can do private reading or private session with me or private inner work, transformative work. And you can find out more information by going to soulplayground.life or emailing info at soulplayground.life or .com. So, and this is really, to me, taps into this whole idea of relationships. And in the Aquarian age, they, as we're moving more and more, which started in 29, 20, uh, 2009, right relationship and right livelihood. We can't have right living if we don't have a right relationship to ourselves or aspects of ourselves, our higher self, and the different ways that we express as well as with other people secondarily and our environment. But this touches to me, uh, she's talking about she went through a funky transition with her husband. Uh, She got a reading uh, from an astrologer a couple years ago Uh, and an intuitive and saw that her husband was going to move out and then come back. And she thought it was over and kind of healed. They went to a therapist. She also sees a counselor individually. Um, Her inner voice is is so confused right now, and she feels fallen off her path and trying to get back on, told that she would meet somebody, this husband, and we would have a very happy marriage. Everything came through, but years later, I'm not happy at my marriage at times. Love my husband. I'm in love with him. However, he drives me crazy. He says the same about me. I feel like I've been patient. He acts out like a child. He says I'm too bossy. Now, should I stay with my marriage or work on my business? I always say when there's confusion, there's inner work to be done. 
And what that means is I'm not hearing myself clearly or there's some wounding that's getting in the way. of. And one of the things that is happening in the new paradigm that is this level of right relationship, the new level, is moving out of what I call trauma bonding. Well, psychologically it's called trauma bonding or wound mates. And many of us, and, and it's natural because the way we're encoded is to have things feel a certain way, Right. I remember going, you know, as a dancer, it was all mind over the body. You, you, you will your mind. Your mind wants you to do something. You're able to do it. Or as a runner, you know, you can just your mind. Your body kicks in. Endorphins are there. You know, it's just an amazing high. Runner's high. It's brain chemistry. I remember running on it with a uh, twisted ankle, and I ran miles, and it didn't hurt until probably an hour after when the the high wore off. So, or the you know, make it happen. Even early spiritualism, spiritualists, the meditating. You know, meditation teachers would say, you know, don't. Which I never liked. You know, I really, honestly, never listened to. Um, but you know, don't scratch. Don't scratch that. You know, and I was in meditation intensives, two, two and a half hours, eight hours of meditation, and. You know, one day, and I tried it in the beginning, and then one day I thought, well, why can't I scratch? The awareness is my body, you know, has an itch right now or squirm. But, you know, and there still are disciplines that focus on that. Again, the mind, the mind. But it's so much right now with the mind-body coming to, together, this idea of mind, this idea of body. They're similar, and they interlock or interlink, but they're not the same. They're not an extension that's been a big mistake. Your body is not an extension of your mind or vice versa. They come together with a lot of history, genealogy, you know, generational, familial, ancestral, cultural, you know, the cultura, the whole race. You know, I was watching a show the other day by this Dr. Siddhartha, and I don't remember his last name. If well worth watching whether on YouTube, um, I don't know his books, but I, I watched him twice. I have catch him twice. And he said, just your skin color or eye color or height is thousands of genes. And it's a history over time, okay? So we're very complex. So we kind of need to, you know, <laughs> leave it in that place. So you have to understand whether you're, and this goes for twin flames or soulmate relationships, is it a learning lesson relationship? Some people stay in learning lesson relationships all their life. And we may on the outside look and say, oh, they're codependent, or maybe one's codependent or more maybe an enabler or an empath, intuitive empath with a, a, somebody that perhaps has borderline personality disorder or um, – you know, narcissistic personality disorder or somewhere on the spectrum. This is why you have to individually get to know your path, yourself, and work with someone that can help you kind of turn inside out and get to the soul. So do you know I'm staying somewhere too long and prolonging something? So it's always good focus on our work purpose, our business, ourself, our own healing, and then it comes the the deep answer of what is right for me right now. And that's what's happening right now astrologically, if you want to look at it, numerologically. With these, this north node in Cancer, the south node in Capricorn, wherever that's aspecting you in the chart will show you what's being highlighted. 
there's a lot of aspects that are putting these eclipses. It's pointing to the stripping down. That's another reason I did that post. The stripping down to get to the rawness, the realness of all of us, of each of us individually to say, hey, I really don't want this, you know, or I signed on for this, but I've grown or I've changed. I've changed my mind. For many, many healers right now, light workers, the shift is doing less for others, being less in the idea of servitude or that idea of selfless service, knowing that your art, your music, your creative expression, your connection, your inspiration, what you're doing with your work purpose that gives you joy is also helping others, is part of service, part of seva, that your service or your seva is the way that you do something. It's not always what you do. Just like your soul's purpose is not what you do necessarily. It's how you are in the world. If you're living out your purpose, which is your divine matrix, the, the blueprint that you are experiencing and expressing authentically is serving a purpose. So we're broadening you know, and that's also the Jupiter and Sag, and when Jupiter goes direct in Sagittarius, because Sagittarius has to do with religion, philosophy, higher ideals, we're expanding our idea of what service means. That it doesn't necessarily mean I have to sacrifice myself, or I really want to do something, but I've been told that's not spiritual, or by all the books I've read, or people, it doesn't, it doesn't look like me. What, what, what looks spiritual, it doesn't look like what I'm doing. So there's a reframing and a reformatting that's taking place. And what that means is you have to look individually. And that's, that's what's going to happen individually, societally, politically, educationally. It's falling more and more on the individual because that is the Aquarian age. The Aquarius has to do with the individual and how the individual is, in the, is within the group fits in or doesn't fit in with the group, you know, but but is able to be more harmonious or balanced. But it's very much about individuality, you know, co-ruled by Uranus, the unusual, the inventive, uh, co-ruled by Saturn. How do we fit into the Earth plane with this? So, yes, a lot of people's relationships are going to be called into question, your own relationship to yourself, how you live, things like lifestyle, community, but what I would suggest is you have to get to the bigger picture or let's say more expanded or broader picture of new of nuance, of gray, of different hues, not black and white. Like like I and I've always said this all the time. Somebody that seems to have, let's say, a great following or they're on the bestseller list, they're supposed to be so spiritual, maybe they're on Oprah or they were on Oprah, or they're this or that. They may or may not be causing great change. Depends vibrationally. And we had Dr. You know David Hawkins on, and he talked about this. It's not the the universe doesn't go by what we're doing on an outer level, but an inner level by consciousness. Yeah, somebody that's not so conscious or not living in alignment can still do good deeds. But somebody that's not really well known. That is very, I always said this, you know, I've never seen it before when I lived in England, Anna, the housekeeper, the custodian at the school. If those people are very aligned and living 
authentically, truly, and holding space for others freely, they've got a lot more juju. There's a lot more juice coming from them. So part of I share this all the time with people is because I it just to let you, everyone know, to remind you that whatever you're doing individually to heal and help yourself and to live more authentically and be more connected to your energy and motion, your emotions, and, and living a life that is really truthful and helping as you can where you can. But it's, again, the consciousness that you're embracing not only your, yourself but other, others, that has a lot of energy. That because the universe is unseen, right? It's through the subtle energy. And that's where the most effective, longer-lasting change happens. So there's a lot of, I feel like the, the term twin flame or twin soul is changing. It, it, it can be, it's a soulmate relationship or soulmated relationship. It's a part, some people think that it's, there's one soul that splits. But think of that, then there wouldn't really be a wholeness. I would say there's a soul or an aspect of someone's soul because we're all part of each other, right? And your soulmates um, are, are configured closer to you, right? It's, it's, um, it's like watercolor and gouache, right, or acrylic and uh, what's the other one? Tammy, help me in the chat. What's the other one with acrylic and there's um, – another paint that's kind of similar, um, that it's closer in resonance. And so when you get that twin soul or twin flame, they are a almost flip to you. They're so mirroring you. There's such an interconnectedness. Um, there's usually so much similarity, and it can be, you know, Two men, two women, it doesn't matter. It could be sisters. I've known people that their sisters are with their twin flame or friends. There's usually a lot of mirroring and a lot to work through in that kind of relationship. Now, if, if both are resonating at a higher vibrational frequency, uh, then there's usually something special that one is doing in the world. There's something that is co-creative that, um, is, that you're meant to complete or finish that also completes the fi- the finishing of the mirroring that is doing. There's a lot of mirroring um, in a twin soul or twin flame relationship. Um, but I feel like you have to get out of the idea that it's like half. You're looking for your other half, okay? Um, but let's look at it from a twin standpoint, like a like a uh, you know a, a identical twin as opposed to a fraternal twin. So maybe, let's say, usual soulmates are fraternal, and then you have the identical twin, okay? But those twins are very, have their own soul, okay? They have their own heart. They have their, you know, to, to live. They have their own heart and, you know, lungs and uh, light. But there's there's a biochemical, there's a genealogical, there's a cellular similarity, so there's a split, but there's a split, and then there is the wholeness within that split, right? Identical twins are one's a halfy and one's a, you know, they're half of each other searching. 
so I do feel like that whole idea of the twin soul, twin flame is going to be changing. There's going to be a better understanding. And I feel a lot of people have been with wound mates uh, through trauma bonding and think that that's their twin soul or twin mate, where it's a learning lesson relationship. Are learning lesson relationships from, tw- uh, from soul mates? Yes. But it doesn't necessarily mean, again, when a learning lesson relationship happens, once you learn the lesson, and this is probably, you know, very advanced for many people, the next level of, of higher love or more expanded love is to be able to let go of what you have learned to move on if you're, if you're done. You know, a lot of people say, well, I'm not really, you know, I don't really want to be here anymore, but it's my soulmate or you know, or they're in relationships where there's tr- trauma, there, there's abuse back and forth. And that's those healing relationships, those wound, based on wounding, right, hurt people, hurt other people. So the degree that we're hurt and don't heal enough, the more extreme or intense the hurting. And we can see that in our culture right now. We see it in our society. We see it in our politics. We see it nationally. We see it internationally being played out. That these deeper woundings from the old paradigm relating game that that got created biochemically, mentally, emotionally are coming up more to be experienced and seen and to be dealt with, to have a, a greater understanding to stop it, but it has to. But it's a process in the stopping, you know. And what we can all do is embrace more of ourselves and each other, but not tolerate the abuse, the unhealthy or bad, you know, quote unquote, you know, non-life enhancing or unhealthy behavior. Not tolerate or shirk away from it. You know, depending on the spectrum of how dangerous or scary it is, obviously, right? Um, but as we move into what about me, you know, I think of the Me Too movement. Well, it's also what about me? Why, you know, why me and what about me? What about me, me too, that, okay, you have to insert yourself more into your own life in this next level of awakening that you do deserve the self-compassion and self-love and therefore love and compassion of others. And so that, remember I told you my guide said, I don't want to get into political politics, but, you know, they said who was going to get as president and be, as because it's going to be a great disruption. It, it's the light work. It's those that are more awake and aware, the empaths. It's those that want to hide. Believe me, I'd like to, too. In the Himalayas, we want to disappear in kumbaya moments. We don't want to deal with this, or we didn't know how to deal with this. So the change actually comes from the people that are more awake and aware, those that are so wounded, right, ignorance is bliss. Those that don't, you know, it's like the car on the freeway that's, or the truck that's dropping things behind it, you know, it's falling out of the truck bed. Or it's smoking up everything, the exhaust, or the exhaust pipes falling and causing sparks. Maybe that person doesn't know, or maybe they don't know and they don't care. That's another whole topic. But the changes can't come from those that don't have the awareness or aren't meant to, or are at that level. They come from the people and through the situations where there is more awareness, where there is more consciousness, where there is more light in or enlightenment. So it comes from those that are more awake and aware. 
that's where the change has to happen, not only within ourselves, but to speak up, to speak out. That's why we say a big part of this part of the awakening and soul alignment process is everyone speaking their truth. That's why the Awakenings community, I started that page, um, and I, I hope it really, really grows and thrives. That's my intention, is that each of you posting your paintings, your pictures, your songs, your creative ideas, your ups, your downs. I went through this. This is how I got through it. This worked for me. I have this insight, this understanding. Let me share with you. Or let me just shine. Not in a salesy, promoting, advertising way, but hey, how are you? You know, this is me over here. This is what I do. What do you do? You know, what do you think of this? Or I had this dream. Again, that true community, which is communication from an authentic place. All right, so I hope that answered a little bit. I will take, um, because I want to get to callers, I will focus more on soulmates, twin souls, twin flames. In fact, maybe we'll do a whole program on that and really open it up. Um, And we can go over the signs, um, the symptoms of when you connect with your twin. It's uh, very interconnecting on a through the subtle energy and very telepathic. Of course, you have this with soulmates as well, um, or anybody. The more open you are, the more awake, the more porous, right? The more open, the more porous, vulnerable, empathetic. You know, you're able to not only empathize but pick up what other people are going through or even thinking. Everyone does subconsciously, but it's do we register it or not? So um, if you have any other questions, comments, you can email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com or always call in. Let us scoot to callers now. Hello and welcome to the program. You're on air. You're on air. Hi. Thank you so much. Hello. Hello. And who am I speaking with? Yeah. You need to turn your radio off. Lisa? I don't have one on. Oh, okay. I heard the echo. Okay. That's good. We're good. Okay. What's your first name? Lisa. Lisa, hi, Lisa. Welcome to the program. Hi, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really struggling in life right now. I, well, I have always okay. been, but particularly more. I'm very alone, and I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I feel like I've failed at everything. Mm, okay. So kind of my sharing must have touched you. Okay. Well, let's look at one hard. area, you know. It's so you really want relation. You feel alone. You feel okay. You really want partnership. I have a husband. Okay. Do you, why do I see you feel alone? Because he hasn't acknowledged me for thirty years. Ah. Okay. I'm just the chief cook and bottle washer here. Mhm. So you're kind of feeling in servitude. Or that you're just there oh, yeah, so for someone else. What I, definitely, definitely. Okay. Wow. I hope you re-listen to. I hope you re-listen to my sharing because I feel like uh, you bring up something. You know, again, how to make those changes when we're in a situation because it's not about the other person. It's it's about us. What do we tolerate? Where do we stay? And how do we get ourselves out of something like this or get more clarity or understanding or space? It could be mental-emotional space. It could be physical spaces needed. But what I would say, I, I 
what you're going through can't be answered just in a quick, you know, little mini reading or you need to focus on you, your health, your healing and getting the self-value, the self-worth enough to say, do I need to be here? Or if I need to be here, I need to be here in a different way. What is that way? Or do I need to leave here? But you can't get to that until your self-worth comes up more. Right now you're in the anger, resentment mode, which is fine. Um, But you need to use that energy to, I'm going to heal and figure this out mode. I'm going to focus on me mode. Not in the I'm not going to take it anymore because you've already there. You're, you're, you know, complaining and, you know, you're upset. But it needs to move into the healing vibration of that or healing octave of that, that I'm going to figure out what I need to do, and that means focusing more on me and getting my self-worth and my self-value up. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Yes. Trying to find something that I can do that would give me some self-worth and value, like what I'm supposed to be doing. That, sweetie, that's not going to help you. That's, gonna, that's a nice little Band-Aid, and it might work. You need to really get into some intense inner work or counseling to heal the wounding that's keeping you there, the, the mental image picture that's keeping you, you know, and again, I don't know the whole scenario or situation, but there's some reason that you're, you've been in this, um, and it's suiting you because when we're in these kinds of situations, it keeps us small because it's all about the other or all about the relationship or all about trying to get out of something or fix something. When we dive into our own inner knowing, our own inner healing, our own inner transformation and growth, we begin to see that it's not about us doing anything externally. It's about our right to be, our sole right to be as we are, whether we do something or don't do something. And then from that place, your soul's purpose will come. Now, things like art, music, journaling, you know, joining with others in a spiritual community or programs like this, this will help you and support you and give you ways to express what you're experiencing. They will, they will aid, they will help, but you need to bring the, the healing light or lamp completely to you. All right? Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Much peace and light. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you for calling in. Beautiful. So many people are in that place. And it's we create a life around us and it's too tight. And then we see we're not, you know, we're not getting what we need and want and and it's like, yeah, the way out is the way through. <clears throat> but it's it's getting into that connection, that deeper connection with us. Thank you for calling in. I really appreciate it. Uh, hello and welcome. You're on air. To whom am I speaking with? Hi, Michelle. With? Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi, Michelle. My name is with? Cynthia. Hey, Hi, Cynthia. Cynthia. Welcome to the program. Hello. Hi, how are you? Um, I have oh, a question. So, okay. So these past months I've been doing a lot of inner healing work. Um, I've been doing journaling. I've been doing physical activity, working out, um, doing all that good, messy stuff that we need to do sometimes in order to get ourselves Mm -hmm. in a better place. Uh, But I just feel like I've been stuck in this place for a while. And I was just wondering if you see anything that made anything new coming into my life or if there's anything still keeping me in this place that I need to address. 
And, and what do you mean this place? Like, what else? Like, you want to know? Um, I, I, I have been playing with the idea of moving away um, out of the state mm-hmm. of California. I wanted to move somewhere um, maybe in the desert. Um, so um, because I've, I'm, I feel like my life is done here. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like I've replayed this story here a million times, so it's kind of time to move on. Um, and I hesitate because I'm not too sure if maybe where, where I want to go is the direction I should go. I was thinking maybe Vegas, but I'm not too sure about it. And I wanted to see if maybe you see that coming in. Okay. The move that you want to do. Okay. So it's a different light. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is, again, like I said, coming up with a lot of it, the eclipses uh, or the, yeah. how the eclipse is affecting a lot of people is where do you really want to be? Where, my, my structure, my foundation, you know, where, where is that environment um, that's best suited for me? <clears throat> so, so let's look about you moving. Oh, that's what I thought. Okay. So you're still a bit in an inner transformation and with your beliefs and your ideas and expanding in your philosophy. I feel like you're going to be clear uh-huh. maybe September, but probably more October to the end of the year about where okay. to move and what to go and best suit you. What I would say right now is travel, travel of mind, short trips, long trips if you can, internationally, but to to you know, reading shows like this, whatever, you know, uh, international shows on Netflix or what, whatever, you know, you watch. But let your mind wander into more possibilities. You're almost there. You're so close. Okay. But there's okay. some last little piece on a belief system level, philosophically, that's going to just sink it in. And you're going to have not only I need to move on, but you're going to have the reason, the purpose of why you're moving on and why you're moving where you're moving. And I do feel okay. it has to do with it has to do with some kind of community. There may be some place that you go that you just you visit and you go, oh my God, this is it. I want to be around this kind of. Uh, and, and interesting enough, I feel it has to do with shops or something or, or boutiques or maybe it's a metaphysical bookstore or a spiritual center or a community or you you do some a workshop or something, and it's like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. I love this. I love the people. So there's a spiritual draw, you know, kind of a higher mind, higher mental, philosophical, spiritual uh, draw to where you're going to move. that makes sense? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah. Okay. Keep us posted. I will be so curious. All right. Thank you so much, Michelle. Okay. You're so welcome. Great to hear from you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hello, you're on air. Welcome to Awakenings. Hey, Michelle, it's Christine. Hey, Christine. Welcome to the program. Hi. Um, I just Hi. have a quick question. So I was okay. recently offered um, a full-time job, and mm-hmm. I've been looking for work for a while now, and I haven't worked full-time in a, in a couple of years. I've just freelancing and that kind of set me back financially and but, okay and so I've been kind of navigating this so I was recently offered a full-time job but it's just not in the industry that I'm necessarily looking to be working full-time in and so okay I, I'm like so I don't know it's not like I don't want to work in this industry at all but like I've been very much looking into working more in production and stuff and I haven't been getting anything, mm-hmm. and then this job kind of just fell into my lap. 
Um, financially, it would make the most sense, but I don't know if I'm jumping the gun. Well, I always say the soul leads by resonance. Yeah, they're showing at North Node to go for it. Um, and Leo, yeah. the, the, the open, follow the openings. Because you can always quit. You can always move on. You can always make a different choice. But a lot of times to get where we're going, there's other steps, and those steps come through right. openings, right? Yeah. And then yeah. we and those synchronistic connecting. So I feel like energetically what I get from you on your, I would say, electromagnetic level is you're yeah. more humming right now. You're more uh, inspired. You're more on purpose. I, I feel like you're, there's been some clarity. So I would say that this, whatever this, oh, okay. So I would say whatever this is, it is a true opening. Okay. And, and so it's just about like, trust. And I, I'm just mm-hmm. exactly, and I, I want to hear your confirmation on this because what I'm getting, because this is the clarity that I've been receiving, is that this is a okay. full-time job that I can do that won't, it won't, it's not like I'm in an office like nine to seven every day. It's more like, it, it's, it's more the hours of full-time than not like I'm stuck in this one thing all day, every day. But um, right. I didn't know if this was an opportunity to allow me to make more money and save money while also working on my own side projects like I've been wanting to do. Like, this Absolutely. Is that, okay. There you go. This yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you were right. Your intuition was right. Okay. Very good. Great. Okay. All right, Christine, Thank keep you. us posted. Yes, you're so welcome. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, hello and welcome to the program. You're on air. I'm going to try to squeeze in three more before we get our guests coming on. Let's see, are they on? They're not on in the queue. Hello. Yet, so. Hello. Hi. Who is this? Hi. This is Katie. Thank you for taking my call. Hello, Katie. Did you have a question or comment? Yeah. Um, I want to know about my love life. What are you? What is my vibe attracting right now? Because <laughs> I do want to have. Oh, I like it. Ooh. Now that's a yeah, I would, that's an interesting way to put it. Let yeah, me I want see. what's what's yeah. Katie's vibe attracting. Oh, I like that. Okay, what's your vibe attracting? Okay, um, well, a lot to do with work stuff. <laughs> um, work. But mental, mechanical. So you could be opening up to new relationships or new types of people. I feel like there could be some new people in your environment. Maybe even work environment or your routine somehow will be changing. So that's what you're opening up to. So there's a little sassy, frassy energy coming in, a little more um, uplifting, a little more detached, like you're not jumping into anything, but you're thinking things through more. Does that make sense? So I feel like you're probably going to be, I don't know whether it's online or – a lot of conversation is what you're, whether it's phone, email, fax, texting, online, you're opening, does this make sense? You're opening up to more communication to see where that lead, where any, where everything leads. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm definitely open to meeting new people, meeting different people. Um, I do want to be in like a serious relationship um, I'm currently not dating, um, but I am open to different things and okay. um, things like that. But I do want to have, because so like, I want to have kids too. So this, 
Yeah, well, this is telling me then that you need to open up the communication line. So maybe it's getting online and chatting, you know, getting through an app or just going to, a, you know, a spiritual center or a social function and just chatting. So you, what you're, you're attracting right now, um, it's more on you that you need to open up the lines of communication and, and change your routine a bit, get out there more. And you are going to attract, I feel, more mental or mercurial people. There's a lot around with communication. So it's just beginning okay. steps, right? It's just beginning uh-huh. steps to get out there, out there and chat, okay? Yeah, I go out every weekend, but I, 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 I kids, I, okay. <laughs> are you chatting with people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I meet people. Um, uh, you know what? Um, I went out, but my friend brought a friend, but I'm not attracted to him. I'm not attracted to him. But we were chatting at an event, and I didn't do as much meeting people because I was chatting with him and my other friends. Like sometimes okay, I go you out see, with people that. that's where you're at right now. I mean, sometimes to, yeah. to the right partner, it, you got to go through this chatty phase, and maybe you get set okay. up with someone, yeah. and then you talk. And then the next yeah. time you're with your with, by yourself or with your with just girlfriends, and then you meet somebody. So you're in the right phase, but it's it's not it's still the chatty talking. Next chat chat hi how oh good next. <laughs> Or we had a good okay. conversation. Yeah, you're yeah. in that phase right now. Okay, sweetie. Okay. It's okay. there. Right. It's gonna. It's gonna evolve. It's coming in. Okay. <laughs> okay. Take care. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Hello and welcome to the program. You're on air. Welcome to the program. You're on air. Hello. 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 You're on air. Yes. Hi. hi. You're on air. My name is Jill. Hi. How are you? Hi, Jill. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. This is my first time calling. Oh, I don't know if I'm doing it right, but oh, you are. You are. Oh, good. Um, so I am wanting to move, and I applied for a position, and haven't heard if I've gotten it or not. Do you see me moving, or is the job? Do you see me getting the job? Let's see what's coming up for Jill as far as that's two questions. Getting the job. Well, you should hear something August, probably more of the 20s or end of August is what I'm hearing. What's coming up for Jill? Moving. Okay. okay, so there's a little bit of delay on the move. If it's this position or another position, I feel like somehow there's a delay on it. Um, why is there a delay? They're not clear about what the – yeah, there you are talking about it. So it's up in the air, but there is going to be some form of communication it's showing in August. Okay. About options. Sounds- so I don't know if something okay. else is offered to you or they offer something and you're not sure if you want it or the timing. Maybe there's a little more of a delay. But it's saying kind of cool your jets, wait. It does show something coming in. It does show a move, but it is showing a delay. Okay? Okay. Sounds good. All right, sweetie. Yeah, because they're okay. not actually hiring until – Okay, thank you. Oh, no, wait. They're not hiring because you're oh. confirming what I was saying. They're not well, hiring so until So they're not when? hiring until, um, so they don't need anybody until October. Oh, no wonder. So there it think- is. Okay. Well, yeah, because it shows there's a delay. So you're probably going to hear something, but you're going to have to wait, you know, that it's it's not right. now, you know. 
And, okay. it, and it may even be from somebody that works there or a friend that says, hey, you know, they're interested, but they're not hiring now or it's not going to be till later. Um, and you're going to be debating, do I wait or do I interview? Because I feel like you could interview either for something else. Um, mm-hmm. But that's why I'm saying just there could be another offer, another within in that company and or another company that you have to weigh okay. the two. Okay. Okay. But I do see a move. See I see a new. I do see a move. I do see a new job, but it's showing a delay. It's not, you know, I would say that time frame October to the end of the year, for so many people, mm-hmm. is, is a lot is going to be happening. So figure out what you can okay. do to kind of cool your jets until then. Okay. Take care. Okay. All right. Thank you. Bye bye. You're welcome. Bye bye. Hello and welcome to the program. You're on air. Hello, hello. Hello? Yeah, you're on air. Welcome. I'm sorry, it's Michi. Hi, Michelle, how are you? Hi, welcome. Michi? Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm, thank you, Michi. Yes, I'm calling for my friend, actually. Um, okay. Her name is Daryl. Okay, another Jill. And, okay. Uh, so I've been doing readings for her and everything, and, of course, it's always about a guy, right? So it's about this guy. <laughs> and, uh, mm-hmm. I think he's a good guy for her. I think they're, like, I had visions of them, like, intertwined, like they're supposed, like it would be a good relationship. Not that they're necessarily supposed to be together, but it would be a good relationship. They're, they could work okay. well. But he's being sort of standoffish. What I'm reading from him is that he's, um, he kind of wants to be, he wants to be in a relationship but still be independent. And he doesn't understand okay. that. Why don't you give me yeah. just give me the name of the the people, and I'll tune I'll tune in and see what I get and see if how that correlates with what you're getting. What's the first name? What's his oh. name? Okay, so my friend's name is Cheryl, Cheryl, and his name is yeah, and his name is Roberto. Roberto. Roberto and Cheryl. Oh yeah, he's definitely distant and closed a bit closed off. Yeah, uh, it's a little more than just just. Uh, did, was she pushing or what happened? Because he's pretty pulled. He's pretty pulled. He's pretty pulled back. I didn't even have to tune in. His energy is so strong. <laughs> yeah. Yep, so yep. yeah. That's what I'm so what happened? That's what happened? I'm feeling every time. I'm, yeah, that's what I'm feeling every time I'm I'm tuning in for him. Is that he's like, oh no, I want to do my like I want to be my own person, but I still want someone by my side, but I don't want, like, too much of an invasion. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like he's uh, not ready for relationship, like a one-on-one. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, that's kind of what I felt. Does that make sense? Yeah. That makes sense. You're just validating it for me. and I, I wonder Yeah, what with her, perspective but... Cheryl should take with Roberto? Yeah, yeah. A little caution, little reserve. Take it slow. I would say maybe even date other people. Just you know, but I I feel like either somebody else is around him, or he's just out of something. But I feel he's like, uh, you know, he's not, he's not looking for anything committed right now. Oh, okay. Because I, I what I felt from him is that he he does want that eventually. Um, and then the last yeah. thing I felt was, like, was timing. It's like he's 
he still wants to do his own thing. The only thing, the, the other thing I'm feeling for him is that if he goes on like this, like he, he looks like he's a little bit stuck in his ways, and he's gonna be like one of those hardened um, bachelors kind of thing, like those people who are too stuck in their ways to even be in a relationship anymore. If he if he keeps going on like this. Feelings for Cheryl. I don't know. I get a lot of Gemini Sag, but this part of Gemini Sag that's don't fence me in. Let me keep my options open. Let me just. Yeah. You know, he, he's he's yeah. I I just feel like he just cringes or pulls back. Um. Yeah. Uh, okay, so see. she needs what to move on. Those intentions for sure. <laughs> well, no, I mean, is it fairly new? See, I keep getting caution, reserve, go slow. Yeah, I think she's rushing it. What is it, like three months, four months? Two. Two. Oh, so, yeah, Two so months. that's not, um, yeah, that's not, that, that's, that's not, not, that's nothing. I'm getting, yeah, so it's, that's just like beginning. Well, what, what I was telling her is I told her, you know, like, because she, I feel like she's just like kind of going to the guy that has a challenge for her most of the time. And she says she's not, but sometimes she's No, he's unavailable. Her, he's unavailable. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Or it's, but it's also, I get, let's see, what's, I feel she should can date him. But two months is too soon, unless both people are really feeling the vibe, you know. And and even then, you don't really know it, and someone well enough to commit. What are their values, principles, belief? Where's the consistency? So, I think he feels her coming on too strong or something, and he's like pulling back. Okay. So, so you know, I think it's just casual, casual dating. Okay. You know, and whatever that means to her, does she need to be open to date other people? Um, she is. She is. She's okay. And, and maybe she, you know, feels for this guy a lot. I get it. But it has to play out a bit longer because right now it shows him leaving his options open. Okay. Okay. I kind of, kind of had a feeling about that, but I kind of see him as someone who. Like right now, there's no. I don't see anyone in the picture per se, other than her, but that he doesn't want to be locked down. Yeah. Well, it's too yeah. soon. Two months. How many days? You know. Yeah. I, so yeah. yeah, I think she just needs to, you know, uh, yeah, just allow some breathing room, some space. Okay. Yeah. Should she? I mean, as far as not necessarily being the one, whatever, but. She's looking for a stable relationship, and she feels like she's dating so much, and there's nothing happening, and she's a little. But what it, is yeah, it but him, sometimes but it, that happens. See, you can't squeeze it. You know, if you've got lemons and you want orange juice, you got to wait till the orange comes around. So she's trying to make something happen. So all she can do is have that intention, have that vision, like the other caller. Who was it? Was it the yeah. other Jill or Kate next that's doing all the talking? That's the Because that's, number one, that's kind of how relationships go. And then if that's your path, 
you got to be where you are. It, it's frustrating as it can be, you know, and sometimes heartbreaking. But, uh, yeah, I just feel she needs to just ca- be open to dating. And she's learning something about trying to not will something to happen because of her own timeline and her own fears. So this is about her just being open, allowing the space, meet someone. Maybe they're a friend. Maybe they go it a couple times. Maybe they chat and it's, nope, never mind. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I just feel, um, yeah, she's, um, what's, what's the best approach Cheryl should take to dating? How come she's not calling in? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and that's that, that's sort of the thing. And I thought she's, she's yeah. looking for a deep connection, but it's telling that she needs to have more reserve and allow more to process, and not to lose faith or hope. But also, I feel she gets um, kind of rose-colored glasses. She gets kind of blindsided. Sometimes mm-hmm. kind of going for like in her mind, kind of making something up in her mind that isn't really happening. Okay. Um, but she is going for something a deeper connection. It does so. It does show part of her learning is to receive more. So to actually oh. have the guys be able to give to her more. Right. Right. So that, it's that about her. Sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which uh, she's kind of, uh, so I would say there's an awareness of that on her part where she's like, you know, I, I want that. Well, she was thinking even in this scenario that she doesn't want to call him because she doesn't want to be the one chasing. She wants to be chased. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I just I, I just thought, you know, you know, there's only so much advice I can give a friend at the same time because, like you say, like they have they're learning their own thing and. I, I'm just giving her the readings, and they have, every time I'm giving her the readings, what I'm getting from him is this kind of independence on his part where he's not involved yet. But, like, I guess you, you broke it down a little bit better where you said it's too early for all that. And so it's just and, – and last night yeah. I just say what I was – yeah, I channeled that. Like, what channeled out of me to her was timing. I said, maybe it's timing. So I guess that, that makes sense, too, where the timing is just too early. Uh, take it slow. I find that she – there's a little bit of her that does not understand her words, like so many of us. But I can see it so much with her, and she's like a gem. Like to me, any guy should go for this girl. But somehow, she, I think part of it is her, like you said, maybe going at it too much, and so not allowing them to really do the work. But I think she's, I think she's right. clued in on that. Yeah. So she's okay. going to be a little different now because she's clued in on this. Yeah, on have, her the the, have her listen to the um, the reading, and she can see her kind of part in this, you know, what she's supposed to be um, learning, you know. What, Absolutely. What, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, too You're early amazing. and also. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I want to say a few things about you. Focus on you right now, Michelle. You are amazing. Um, and my, mm. I, one day I want to come down to L.A. and visit you. I'm a flight attendant, so is my friend. So that could be easy. And then the other thing is, um, you know, 
like that that pain you had. I don't know what it was, but I was I felt I felt so bad for you. I, I just felt that pain for you that you posted. And first of all, also I'm grateful that you did because in sharing that pain, like you say, you show that vulnerability is part of us. It's part of what we're supposed to live through. It's part of our strength, and it's part of us. Part of what binds us together. It's not a weakness, and it's good to know that you know we I, I know that you know you're human you're going through pain too but that you're you're showcasing it is a big deal yeah and it's fresh well let me clear up that was a, that was a tbt so that was the picture from a couple of years ago okay. um i've been wanting to do yeah so i'm not in pain at the moment i'm because yoshi's doing better <laughs> but okay, that okay. that crying picture i can tell you there's been so many times i've been in that space of that kind of crying or angst um, as so many people, and it was a yeah. call to somebody. Yes, so trust me. If I mean, hopefully Yoshi goes into surgery for her tooth. Um, so I've gone through a lot of grief on that. Um, yeah. The last, especially the last year, because in, in the last since January, you know, her health took a turn. But now it's kind of on the upswing. Um, but yeah. if, if when she crosses, you know, I wish she didn't have to die or cross over, there will be a picture probably of her and me. It won't be just me crying. It'll be a picture of her and me and maybe a collage of her. What I really uh, wanted to show with that one picture was that we all have this kind of grief, loss. Uh, that might have been around with my dad. You know, I had a few losses. My dad died. One of my mentors died. A really good client of mine died last year uh, that was I was very close to. It was a, a beautiful being. Um, so I really wanted yeah. to hold that space um, and just show that part, that aspect, um, you know, of of me and of everyone because everyone's projected their own story onto that picture and that post. But if you read the post all the way through, it's very clear. But it's to connect oh. also with my pain, you know, loss, grief, but the pain and loss that you feel individually, that everybody feels individually, and to somehow hopefully be more okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate it because I've been there oh, too. Thank you. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's nice to see that. I mean, I'm aware mentally, like, I guess, you know, that it does happen. But when you see other people also going through it and, you know, okay, you know, it's, it's part of, of our humanity and it's, it's, it's okay. Yes. And, yeah. Yes. It's, it's, That's I mean, what I want. I, I, yes, it's okay. It's part of yeah, our humanity. Okay. And. Yeah. The issue, you know, it, however long it lasts, you know, it may not last a long time with me, and so I'm posting other things, but I want people to know, yeah, yeah. I do go through this, and I feel this, and it'll happen again. There'll be another, you know, one, you know, I don't know if I'll post it, but there'll definitely be another one of those crying things for me, or anger, or sad, or whatever it is, Um and I think it's just time to just show that, you know, just to show that side um, so that other people can see. You've been through it. You know, so many people have. So many people are going through it. And I think, too, honestly, Jill, is to get rid of the stigma of it. There's a stigma, yeah. you know. And also there's, yeah. also there's also a rush to want to fix. 
or that there must yeah. be a reason or you're going through this now. And it's like, no, I just want to show this part of myself and humanity because this is one of the places that we all really connect in. Right? Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. I agree. And I, I, I mean, in my own platform, I guess, in my life, I try to, I try to bring that out with people too, like to say, you know, like that happens and that's okay. Like I, and, mm-hmm. and, and I, I share my stuff too. So that, so, because when you do share with others and it brings out their stuff too, and they're able to share with you. And then that's where, you know, you're, you're kind of, we're kind of helping with changing that consciousness there where, you know, to change, to make that shift. Look, it's okay. It's yeah. not weakness. We've been taught wrong. Let's undo that, that teaching and show that, this is actually strength. This is where strength lies because it's only when you go to the bottom of that depth of that hurt and where you feel it, yes. when you sit in it and you absorb it, that you can understand or you can then help someone else when you come out of it. Because, you will you know, we are resilient by nature. We are. Even people who are suicidal, all they need to hear, they need some, someone to say, hey, come, come this way, look this way, and then that will bring out their resilience. We have it in us. So it, it's just That's we right. have to go in those depths. When we go in those steps, then we can better understand and we help one another that way because we're all going to, unfortunately, go through those things yes. in, in our state here. So, yeah, and I help. find people try to hide that. that. You know, people a lot yeah. of times, especially that are teachers or healers or perceived as spiritual or spiritual leaders. or And, I, and I've, be, I've been in communities. I can think of one where they're like, and they say, oh, God is good always. And I'd say, well, not always. No, things are not always good, you know. <laughs> By the way, let's keep it real, Mr. 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 Cheery Cheery. Um, yes. And you might, and I think I'm blessed that I don't live in that space. I mean, I do know people that, um, you know, their default position, and whatever you want to say, it's is it an astrology chart, is it a biochemical thing, is it a personality thing, but they do live very kind of glass half full or very negative or angry or very sad, victim-y. Yeah. Uh, but we're all going to, yeah, you, I think it's a blessing not to be there, but who knows? Everybody's life is blessed. Uh, everybody's a reflection of the divine. I think sometimes people have said to me, like, Oh, I've had clients, oh, you're always doing so well. Well, when they call for their appointment, I am doing well. No matter what was going on before, I keep it in the moment. And I, I yeah. wanna, it's, it's like if what I'm feeling in that moment, if I'm present, is whatever is going on in that moment. Yeah. It is, seriously. And I... I had a situation years ago with a dear friend of mine um, who, and I can't even, because I told him about this the other, uh, two days ago, I reminded him of this because he saw my post and he was concerned of Yoshi and I said, oh, she's, yeah, she's okay or she's, um, I was called, and I don't even remember why I called, because it so just disappeared, but I was really going through a hard time and I wanted to talk things out, you know, and have the shoulder to cry on and, you know, just the support. Yeah. And called, and he was going through something, and he mm. went into what it was, and I was so present to him. And then we got off onto some tangent, and we started laughing. And he, he was telling stories, remember then, and I was telling stories, and we were back and forth. He goes, oh, but you called me. What's going on? I could hear it in your voice. And I went, oh, my God, it's just gone. 
it's just gone. Oh. I go, but if it yeah. comes back again, we can talk mm-hmm. about it. It was so gone. So, yeah. again, that's be, living in that meditative state that it is what it is. If it's still there and hanging on and you need to talk or you need to cry, you need to journal, you need grief counseling, you know, yeah. you need, then you're there. But it's what is it that you authentically need in the moment to me, that's the awareness or enlightenment, right? Is to be in that to be in that moment. Yeah, and that and that's part of the journey. You know, some of us are maybe born a little bit more where, like you, and a few of us. I mean, I was blessed with a mother who's amazing and for that stuff, and so um, gave it to me and all that. But um, and then sometimes we, you know, even then we still have to go through that journey of going to the bottom and getting up. And then we learn it, and yes. then as we going through those cycles, it gets a little easier. So it's you yeah. have to keep going through them. You have to keep going through yeah. them. Yeah, and, and so growing up, I mean, I didn't have that support. I mean, I great parents in another way, but not in that way. So again, maybe some people come in with it. Um, yeah, that resilience, or or seeing life differently, or processing it differently, or having a different experience. Um, but I like what you're saying that you ha- we do we have to go through it and we have to understand that that's part of our humanity, and that's yeah. There's a there's a, there's a beauty to that. There's a beauty um, to that humanity. There's a beauty to you know the wounding in a sense. There really is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard and, um, sometimes to look at you know and what it causes. It's hard, it's hard sometimes to look at it. Right? It is. It is. And, um, you know, that's okay, too. Um, that's why there are a few of us, you know, we're all here to help each other for that. Some are a little more ahead of the game with it. Some are a little more behind. And even those who are behind help those who are ahead of the game. So, you know, we're just, we're just yeah. here for that. And and I think that, like, even for me, okay, I'm a flight attendant, so I'm dealing with people's inner child all the time. <laughs> so oh, I feel like yes. I, you would I, see it, definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So if I <laughs> think I'm always going to address your humanity first, I'm always going to address yes. in that moment what's your human state right now, and I'm addressing that because I'm a human too, and then, you know, I'm addressing that. And most of the time I come out saying certain things to people, and they're like, how did you say that? But then it, 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 it's, it's like it's what they need to hear. It kind of contains them in a way. And, and they need to be contained at that time, and it helps. So I think that that's that's how I move forward when I talk to people. It's just, you know what, I'm talk, I'm addressing your humanity. I'm not addressing all the stuff that, that we made up in this society here. I'm addressing what's concerning you right now in this moment. I'm going to address mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think, you know, and, and, again, if we keep doing it like that for one another, one-on-one, it spreads, right? You know that, like, yeah. I'm learning from you so much. <laughs> so, um, but I mean, it spreads. And so I feel like if I can and, do that little bit, and then I have to go and, like you say, I feel like moving into the mountains somewhere sometimes to replenish because I'm drained mm-hmm. from it. But uh, it's so And I think you bring up. You, Jill, you bring up something that I think is also really important is that when we when we run into people or bring it into our lives, let's say if we're more resilient or um, and they're more, let's say, in the victim role or victim stance, um, 
or let's say overly emotional, that mirroring is to show that we need to open up more to that. Oh. So, yeah, every relationship is a cry on the it's a it's a cry for harmonizing and balancing of some level. And this is why the best relationships, especially partnerships, you know, those romantic soulmate whatever live together, engage, marriage, whatever. Um we become same with animal beings. We learn a lot from them. It's the same thing or, or children yeah. that are born into the family. That influence, yeah. we're to become the problem is people most people stay in projection. Yeah. My daughter's yeah. this, my son is this, they're so oh, they're so artistic, they're so aware, they're so psychic. It's like I feel like saying stop project you're putting so much heavy energy on that yes. person. And you need to yeah, integrate yeah. that for your the re, right. The reason you're seeing that in that person is you need to integrate it. If you're attracting right. people that are vulnerable or open or over emotional, or you think that they're the victim, or you have to take care of them, that's the reflection saying you need to integrate some of that energy and be a little more open, and more vulnerable. Let let yourself. If you're victim, if you're hurt, let yourself be hurt and be taken care of, not to always be in the I have to take care of mode. Right. So yeah, it's See, very I, powerful. I, I, didn't, hmm? I, I didn't realize that. Ah, okay. Yeah. But you see, and like it's funny because I, I I was channeled one time. This is so random. The a lady at the dry cleaning place, and she, I was just channeled to tell her. Well, and then I re- and as I'm saying it, I'm realizing it's to myself. I was like, well, you know what? You have the kids you're supposed to have. Like, you, this child you have, because you're talking about how she was a child mm-hmm. with her mom, like, the kid with eating. And, all. and I said, well, well, she has something to work on there. Which, I mean, you're supposed to be kids like a child who, has, you know, uh, said she had a hard time to make you eat. And that was, there was a reason for that. If we have the kids we're supposed to have, I have three boys, and they're all different. And I make sure I don't put any kind of, oh, you're going to be this, or you're so this. I try not to do that because I know how far that goes and they absorb it. I want them to be their best themselves as they want to, mm. to be. Um, and that's, that's only because, again, like I've, I've learned from other people. So I, I realize, okay, that goes a long way when you say that to a kid. So I'm not going to do that. Um, but at right. the same time, I have the kids supposed to have because I have this one kid who's this, this one certain way. I have this other kid. I'm like, okay, I'm supposed to learn something from these kids, and they're yeah. really teaching me here. <laughs> so, um, and it's it's interesting. So, like, with the kids, I got it. We learn from that. everything. We learn. We learn from everything. We learn from, you know, the homeless person. We learn it, it, when, and again, not just projecting and mirroring. You know, sometimes it's just a perception. We get a deeper perception or more perception. In our life, you know, it's not always the mirroring or the projection, but it can be a lot, especially when we're talking about close um, relationships. Um, I'm so glad you saw my picture, my post, and you read it. And I maybe I should even put I did not put it in the Awakenings group page. Maybe I should do that. Um, Our guest is MIA. I don't know. I've been on the I've been multitasking. Thanks to Jill um, with uh, our producer, Sadie. And. I don't know if the publicist says maybe a mix-up, but what's so interesting uh, is, is Randy Tarrant, well, hopefully she'll, you know, I don't know if she's traveling, whatever the mix-up is, but her 
project, an organization's Project Happiness, her book is Emotional Advantage, Embracing All Your Feelings to Create a Life You Love. And uh, we've actually been talking about that. We've been diving into that. <laughs> wow. Why? Wow. No mean, coincidence. Ha- no coincidence. <laughs> and then you called with what you're sharing. Um, and uh, I just want to say let's be more real and let's be there for each other. I know I'm trying to go to my next level of realness, and that's kind of what my post was about. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, I agree. And, I, and I've always been about being real because I, I can't stand the fakeness and all that. But I feel like, like you say, like because you and, and this group of people that are listening to you, everyone's on that same wavelength and it's coming out more. People are appreciating that more. Um, and for me, it goes yeah. to, I mean, I remember being a kid, okay, when I was little and like I remember this being four years old and people smiling at me and go, hi. And I would look back after to see, are they still smiling or was that a fake smile? You know, I was like, to yeah. me, it's always about <laughs> how authentic are you? Are you really smiling at yeah. me? It's always about the authenticity. I remember telling this guy in my 20s, I said, stop being this fake. Like he would, I don't know, he, he was talking a certain way. And I thought, stop talking that way. Just, you see, I said, see who you are in the bathroom where no one sees you? I said, be like that with me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I like the, the real as much as possible. Because then I know what I'm dealing with. If I'm dealing with an illusion, then what's the point? Why am I even even engaging here? So, but I think that it spreads. I think it spreads. And and again, it's all about love. Yeah. That's the foundation of it all. So if we if we keep doing that, then we're gonna yeah. Get, and it's by the way, it's change. not yeah, absolutely. And it's not about disclosing every little thing or you know uh, over emotional drama. That's what people have to realize. Yeah. There's a fine line, um, you know, because that can be kind of fakery too. Uh, Angie in the chat saying, yes, it's always refreshing to be real and honest. Fakery is a pet peeve of mine. Yes. Fakery. Yes. Fakery. Totally relate. <laughs> well, Jill, it's been great chatting with you. It's um, I do have – I've got a last few minutes if anybody has any questions. Mitchie? Mitchie? Oh, who's Jill? Yes. <laughs> I think Bill oh, was Mitchie. probably before. Yeah. Oh, before, and then your friend was Cheryl. Oh, Mitchie. Great. Mitchie. Mitchie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're welcome. Okay. Mitchie. Oh, <laughs> Mitchie. Great to connect with you. Really. I really enjoyed chatting with you. Um, I appreciate your questions and your insights as well. I think what you asked about your friend, um, Cheryl, uh, is going to be really helpful to a lot of people. And what Thank you've you. shared, keeping it real. I love it, Mitchie. Thank you. Keeping it real. Thank you. I really appreciate you. Big hug to you. Big hug. Bye. Bye. Okay, let's see. We've got a 203. Hello, you're on air. Hello, hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. What's your first name? Um, This is Victoria. Victoria? Yes. Okay. Hey, what's your question? Um, my question is around my love life. Um, so I met a guy named Nick a couple weeks ago, and um, I was just calling in to ask to see what you're picking up with with him, like as far as how he feels about me and if you see us, like, getting into a relationship. Ooh, it actually looks good. Take it slow. 
but I do feel there's there's genuine warmth and connection there. Um, it shows building rapport. There's definitely. Um, do you know his sign, his sun sign? I get a lot of cancer. No, I, actually, I actually, I actually don't. I'm a cancer. Okay, because I get a lot of. You're, oh, you're the cancer. Because I was going to say I get cancerian energy. So there's watery energy. Um, for Victoria in regards to Nick. Yeah, I get this could be a good relationship. You're building mm-hmm. a friendship. Uh, he's definitely interested. There's definitely interest there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't overgive. Just you know, be yourself. But I get between the two of you. I get Cancerian energy. You said you're a Cancer. Um, he could be watery. Also have water in his chart. I do. I do feel like there's an emotional connection. Um, it's saying build it slow. There's. I don't know. You guys could have mutual friends, or you could be meeting his friends, or vice versa. I feel like there's going to be a group connection to this relationship. Also, uh, does that help? So I actually met him at the beach, and we were like on, um, like a boat. I don't know if that, oh, and, and a few of his friends were actually there. So oh, okay, that's why. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel um, him very group centered. So you already met some of his friends. Yeah. So I, I feel like you could meet more of his friends. There, there seems to be a lot of a, a group, and maybe that's because that's also how you met. You know, was in a group setting, yeah. group situation. Do you feel like he wants to see me again? Let's see. I know he also like just just got out of a relationship not too long ago. Yeah, this perspective Victoria should take with Nick. So let's ask that. Well, that's why I said keep it friends, light, take it slow. He's keeping his options open. So you should also. One of the things I feel for you and a couple of the other callers, and I'm going to say that there's probably other people going through this, right now is a very mercurial time. I mean, we are in the shadow of the Mercury retrograde um, still. It's mm-hmm. Right now I get for a lot of people, and I see this definitely for you, Victoria, it's a lot about thinking, feeling things out, adjusting your mind to situations. In other words, if you normally want to jump in, it's it's maybe hold back. It's a getting to know you. It's a fact-finding time right now, probably between now and I would say mid to end of September. So I would say it's saying you'll probably go out with him again, but it could be more of a group thing again. He's hoping, holding his options. It's saying keep your options open, keep it light, talk, chit-chat, um, yeah, he remembers. Yeah, he. But he. I think he'd like to see. I. I definitely feel he wants to keep things light, though. Yeah. So. Yeah, there it is. Friends, friendship. It's saying trust your intuition, and there could be fluctuations. So it could be seeing him for a, a bit, and then not so much, or getting invited to something. Um, I would say yeah. for most people that are listening, unless you've kind of locked it down, sealed the deal, keep things l- lighter. Keep keep a little bit of a variety uh, yeah. because there's going to be more clarity end of August, but for sure I would say between the mid to end of September. All right, more sweetie. Clarity. Great to connect with you. More clarity. Have a good time, though. Enjoy. Okay. Thank Take you. Bye-bye.
Bye-bye. Welcome. Okay, let's see. We've got another. I don't know if I answered you already. Uh, you're on air. Welcome to Awakening. Hello. Yeah, you're on air. Hello. Hi, Michelle. It's Marlena. We've spoken before, but not on your show. We've spoken, like, privately. Oh, okay. Marlena, okay. Um, it's so nice to question speak to comment? you again. You too. So, thank you. I don't really have, like, a question or a comment. I just want to know what you see, what you're, like, feeling in terms of career and relationship, because we've spoken about this, but I won't get too into detail. I just want to see what you've got for me. Okay, let's see. And then I was supposed to read something from Lisa. Oh, okay, which I almost forgot. Okay, so let's go there. Okay, what's well, good to ask a question, Marlena, because just for expediency, because I want to get to this. So what? What's uh, what do you most need okay, to focus on? Okay, so what do you what are you sensing? Um, what are you sensing uh, relationship wise? See, I see with you too. You're falling into that Mercury, just chatting, getting to know people, stretching out more. I'm not seeing anybody like, you know, see the deal yet. I'm not seeing anybody down. Uh, it shows keep an open mind. Um, it shows more on work, and you could actually meet somebody uh, via work or, or on your way to and from work or something. But it is showing okay. keep detached, keep open. See, what I get with a lot of people right now is that you're, somehow your environment or your routine is changing, and in that change you're going to be needing new people. But all of you that I'm picking up on right now, you need to alter your mind, your mindset of what you are expecting, what you want, or how you do relationship. And so I feel the same with you, Marley. It's keeping an open mind. But being clear on stuff, if you feel like, oh, this isn't going, you know, this is somebody I can just be friends with or be open, or this is going to be BS. This is sending me down a road I've been before, you know, like unavailable people. Oh, I don't want that, whether friend or boyfriend, girlfriend or whatever, partner. So I feel right. like for a lot of people, there's a reevaluation phase going on. And I do feel you with you, Marlena, that there's either new work or new stuff around work, and as well as that's going to bring in new relationships, and one of them will be a significant other. Um, Do you think um, career change? Could be something different in work, I said. Yeah, could be. Okay. It it brings in different people around you. That's for one thing. Okay, All right, good. sweetie, I got a scoot. I got a scoot. Good to connect with you. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. I'm glad you got to... uh, me too. Air. Thank you Good. so much. You're so welcome. Big hug. Bye. Bye. Okay, I wanted to read this from Lisa, who said, you gave me a reading in June on your show about when I would meet my partner. You said end of July. It would be quick and maybe at some charity event. Well, I met him June 29th, and we did attend a fundraiser for the Chattahoochee River on our third date. It did happen fast. He's the first conscious man I've ever dated, and I feel I will be with him the rest of my life. Thank you for the reading and for sharing your gifts with us on your podcast and Instagram. Sending love and light to you and Yoshi. Okay. Thank you, Lisa. And that's just a little confirmation, validation, and hope for all of you. 
thank you, Tammy, as well. Uh, we'll have a lovely <laughs> afternoon, all of you that were listening. Uh, we'll see what happens with our guests, but we made it happen. We rocked and rolled. Thank you, all of you that came in, that added extra sparkle and light shine. And thank you in the chat for grounding the energy and adding your own sparkle and light shine. All right, everyone, for awakenings, questions, email questions, topic suggestions, guest suggestions, you can email us at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Check me out on my YouTube channel, Soul Insights with Michelle Mache, Insta, Facebook, Twitter, and soulplayground.life. We can all keep connected. And remember, just be you. Continue to shine your light, share your insights, and, of course, keep awake. Lots of love and light. Awakenings broadcasts every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows are available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversation and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook and visit Michelle's blog at soulinsightsforspiritledliving.com. That's soulinsights, the number four, spiritledliving.com. Keep awake.